Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossat, managing editor of Fightful.com here. This, if you're watching this early, if you're watching this around Thanksgiving, you are a member of Fightful.com, and I want to thank you so much for being a member of Fightful.com. I don't always get to do these with the regularity that I would like, but ultimately we're a free site, but I still want to give back to those of you who are registered members and those of you who participate in our forums. So we're giving this to you early on Thanksgiving as well. I want to make that a bit of a tradition that I'll unload and uh, maybe a members only podcast of some sort on each big holiday and Thanksgiving, you know, that, that when I was young, that was kind of associated with wrestling a little bit as I, as I grew older, they kind of moved away from that. But today we're going to talk about the Royal Rumble and changes I would make to the Royal Rumble match. And I want to preface this, as I said in the companion piece, the Royal Rumble match is not broken. I don't think it's broken. It's one of my favorite match types. I always really enjoy the buildup to the Royal Rumble, the anticipation of the Royal Rumble. But there are things that can be done that can improve it. It's been 30 years, and there have been some changes, like the, the intervals. There have been changes, like the, the number of participants. Talk about the changes that I would make to maybe reinvigorate it. None, these don't have to be introduced all at once. Introduce them as time goes on. Like since 2011 in particularly, it seems like a real fan's choice hasn't won this Royal Rumble match. It's There's been Triple H that people were happy because it wasn't Roman Reigns. There was Randy Orton that people were happy because it wasn't Roman Reigns. There was Batista who wasn't Daniel Bryan and people didn't want to win the Royal Rumble. There was Roman Reigns who won the Royal Rumble and fans weren't happy about. There were guys like... Sheamus who won it, and people just kind of scratched their heads. There there have been a lot of missed opportunities to make a real fan-friendly type of match like the Royal Rumble gain that type of affection again. You'll always have people who cry predictable no matter what, but if it's good, give me predictable. I don't care. 
but a lot lately it's been it's been unpredictably or it's been predictably bad rather like we see what's coming we know that there's I won't say the last year's was un, was predictable by any stretch of the imagination in 2017. But it's like they, they went with Randy Orton and they were like, okay, well, people will accept Randy Orton just because it's not Roman Reigns. But let's get into some of the rules of the Royal Rumble. This is my main gripe. There are a lot of rules in the Royal Rumble where they, it just kind of it's anything goes and that's fine but come on you got to have some semblance of discipline in this match stop allowing eliminations from people who aren't in the match you got to get rid of that remember when vader went crazy in 96 after he got eliminated Shawn michaels dumped him and yokozuna over the top he ran in he tossed a bunch of people over everybody over the top rope it didn't count it shouldn't have counted he wasn't in the match like if that were the case, why wouldn't you just hire a crew of people, everybody who's not in the Royal Rumble match, pay them off? If you were a Ted DiBiase, why weren't you just paying people off to run in there and toss everybody over? I hate that. There's a lot of it. There's a lot at stake. And if there's so much at stake, then the general managers and the commissioners, from a kayfabe perspective, should probably be stepping up and saying, yeah, we want this to be a legitimate contest. We want this to be the best of the best winning this. Especially when the stakes are so high. And that's that's another thing that I would like to address. The stakes of the Royal Rumble. Right now, it's you get the champion of your brand. Well, beyond picking what brand's champion, I think it should be you get to pick whatever match you want for WrestleMania. Like maybe maybe John Cena doesn't want to compete for the uh, WWE or the Universal Championship. That's, that's not what he wants. What he wants is to get his win back over somebody that's beat him in the past. Maybe he wants to get his win back over Roman Reigns. Maybe that's what he seeks. Maybe that's the type of situation that, that he wants. And if, if he wants that and he won the Royal Rumble, why not give him the option of selecting that? Like, I think that's, that's a fair, fair stake change. Like, the WrestleMania is the biggest event of WWE's year. And oftentimes, non-title matches are the biggest matches. The Royal Rumble used to be the guy that was being groomed to be in that top spot, or at least to be partnered with that top spot. And then he would get that that opportunity to move along. Uh, my apologies. One of my cats snuck in here for maybe the only the second time in any podcast I've ever done. Yikes. I'm about to toss him over the top rope. I just think that that is is a primary primary thing that they could they could just adapt. It's been 25 years now. I think since they started making this for the WWE Championship, why not why not ramp it up a level? Whatever match you want at WrestleMania against whoever you want. Another rule change: no more goofing off around the ring. Come on, man! Like this doesn't make sense. Why would anybody actually enter the Royal Rumble? If you could sit ringside like like Simon Dean or Nunzio did, then why why would anybody ever actually get into the ring? Why would you allow that to happen? And just if you're not in the ring by the time the next entrant is out there, then you're out. You're gone. It's pretty simple. It's not a tough it's not a tough concept there. If you don't get into the ring by the time the next person's there, you're out. See ya. For any reason. 
Maybe you get taken out. Maybe that's that's the way that they get around that. Like if somebody gets attacked coming down the ramp and they can't make it into the ring, maybe that's the way they eliminate a threat in the future. Maybe a Braun Strowman set to be in this match and like six guys just attack him and he can't get to the ring by the time the next entrance there. That's that's a hell of a lot more dramatic to me than somebody re-entering a rumble that they lost and tossing a bunch of people over the top rope. I think you got to push the unpredictable. We have figured out throughout 30 of these Royal Rumbles, I don't care how big you are, you can get eliminated from the Royal Rumble. We've seen it. We've seen Mabel eliminated. We've seen Yokozuna. We've seen Braun eliminated. We've seen Kane, all these big dudes. We've... I, I think you should push the unpredictability of the Royal Rumble, especially in, in the lead-up. Santino Morella made it to the final two. Now, under one of my rule changes, that wouldn't have happened, but still, you've had double winners. You've had near-double winners like Cena and Batista. You've had smaller guys win the Royal Rumble. You've had bigger guys win the Royal Rumble. You've had people win the championship. You've had people that return to the company win it like that that's that's big stuff like you could really push the unpredictability there say Shawn Michaels was about 210 pounds when he won the Royal Rumble it could be anybody you could say Yokozuna was 600 pounds and he managed to make it through and win the Royal Rumble well we've had a couple of situations where guys just we had an indecisive end we've had guys just show up out of nowhere we didn't think that they were healthy yet they return like Really let let it be known anything can happen. Not only that, there are some guys that need the help to toss guys out that, that can eliminate them. I remember like Fatu eliminated the ringmaster in 96, and they had a little match because of that a couple weeks later on Superstars or Action Zone or something like that. It's a good way to set up a feud. It's just eliminating somebody from the Royal Rumble, and you've got that next match somebody's just bitter it's a great way for a heel turn if somebody's just a crybaby about it you go back and you watch the hulk hogan pulling out sid when flair eliminated him like how did they think that was a babyface move by hogan like hogan looked like a damn crybaby when he did that top talents can't be the only ones eliminating people that's lazy man i get it they want to put over that braun Strowman and roman reigns can eliminate everybody and i'm sure that they're gonna have Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman racing for Kane's record of total eliminations or something. But you see what it did for a guy like Maven. It made Maven instantly interesting when he drop kicked the Undertaker over that top rope. That's a big one. Like, if you want to put a smaller level guy in there with a top level guy and have a match that means something or at least more than nothing on an episode of Raw, have that guy who is on the lower mid card eliminate that big name. A big upset, and if they're a heel or if they're turning heel, it can really work. They can be better about it. Uh, if if it's a baby face, they can show the other guy respect. Maybe the, maybe the guy who eliminated him is a heel, and he's just saying, I'm on your level. I've always been on your level. To me, anybody can get eliminated from a battle royal. Like when I, when I would work matches and stuff, I worked several battle royals, and, oh, will you get eliminated by this guy? Who, who cares? It's a battle royal. It's getting tossed over the top rope. Who cares, man? Anybody can eliminate anybody in one of those things. Advertising. That is a big part of the Royal Rumble match 
that I think you got to do. I remember when I was young on like Saturday morning mania or action zone or superstars, they would unveil new names that would be in the Royal rumble. And I would watch that show just to find out. Wasn't on like WWE.com. Things were a lot different then, but if you reveal a couple names here and there, 205 live, reveal a name, NXT, reveal a name, SmackDown, raw, unleash a couple names. You can do the qualifying matches too. Why not? But, I, I, I love the idea of advertising these. Put over their entrance big time. Highlight their success in past Battle Royal matches, their positive attributes, all that stuff. Like, if you got Baron Corbin and you announce him for the Royal Rumble, put him over. He is a former WWE United States champion. Or You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. He is a current United States champion. He won the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal in his first main roster match. Do it, man. Do it. You got to have better psychology in these matches, too. I did the Retro Rumble series last year, which we're going to rerun this year, and I've got to watch the 2017 Royal Rumble and live tweet it. Or It's not live tweet, but tweet it because I was there at the show and I didn't get the opportunity. And then I'll re-release that, but... There were so many times I would see like Lex Luger preventing other people from getting eliminated. Why? What good does that do him? What good does that do anybody? That doesn't make any sense. Wrestlers that were getting press slammed over their head or over, overhead not being eliminated. What? Why are you press slamming somebody in the middle of the ring? Just toss them over. Hulk Hogan deliberately like bringing Mr. Perfect back in the ring like when he did when Perfect was on the apron, and Hogan did the little rope pull thing and flipped him back in. Hogan throwing those aforementioned temper tantrums in the baby face was eliminated. Hogan again, climbing up to the second rope and delivering the 10 punches. There, there's the old saying a lot of times when you get trained, it's think, shoot, then work. And that's really a mentality you have to employ in a Royal Rumble 
or else people are going to look at that and they, they're going to say, that doesn't make sense. You're trying to get people over that top rope at all costs. I mentioned additional storylines, and that's something that I think they could really, really jump on. Like, if Kofi Kingston screws up his his yearly spot where he does something amazing, then run with that. Call an audible. Just go with it. Say, has Kofi Kingston lost it? Have him play that up on TV in the weeks after. Make that a little miniature angle where, like, a heel comes up to him at SmackDown and says, your luck's run out, and now I'm going to take advantage of that, and I'm going to beat you. That's that's cool. Maximize those eliminations. Make it mean something to the wrestlers that they were eliminated. That was their chance. For a lot of people, like if a Heath Slater gets eliminated, that was his chance, man. He ain't getting another chance, and he knows it. Let them play that up from a storyline perspective. I, I I really like the idea of, of doing that. Move the elimination chamber. You may think about that and say, Sean, why, why, what does that matter? Elimination chamber is in February. So often that elimination chamber match is for the WWE championship or the universal championship. I'd have to look and see what brand it's on, but why in the hell, if you're a top level guy, would you fight through 29 other guys? If you know the next month closer to WrestleMania, you're going to be one of six people that are going to have a real chance at this title in Elimination Chamber. That doesn't make sense to me. Slide that back, man. The summer month, I mean, I mean, it is something that helps bridge the gap between January and the first week of April. Put something else there. Put something else there. Like, that Elimination Chamber should be, it shouldn't be, like, Money in the Bank level, but one notch below that. Money in the Bank is uh, now a big five pay-per-view. Move that elimination chamber. Let it let it be more important. I think you should promote the Royal Rumble in the summer or fall months. I thought that the idea of having like a commercial-free Raw Rumble would be a great idea where you have one big sponsor. Even if it's with fewer talents or it's a women's Royal Rumble to try out the first one. Three hours of TV ain't easy to write, you guys. And if you get a free hour of television in the summer months where there is that lull in programming, in viewership, in interest, and you can point to that Monday Night Raw and you say, you cannot miss this episode of Monday Night Raw. And you get to feature all these talents. You don't got to write a whole lot for them. But maybe somebody, maybe a lapsed fan tunes in and they say, okay, I want to give this a shot. I want to watch this. A Royal Rumble on TV? That's awesome. And they see somebody that catches their interest, that catches their eye. I'll oftentimes have my wife or my cousin or somebody check out something wrestling related. And you just never know who might catch a casual fan's eye. It might surprise you. The Royal Rumble match is usually a pretty good indication that WWE is either in tune with their audience or completely tone deaf. And even that match can be better. And I think that some of the ideas that we presented here really highlight that. I think that that's, these are all things that can be done too. Another one is like, say Vince McMahon and and Steve Austin are out of the ring for like 40 minutes. Like they were in 99. I'm sorry, my man, you're out. You're gone. You can't do that. You get put through a table at ringside. No, if it's somebody who's out of the match, maybe give them a little more leeway. If it's like Vince McMahon and Steve Austin who are actively in the match and they leave the ring, no. 
No, you're done. You're done, man. That's it. That's it. I think that having an NXT Rumble would be pretty cool, too. If you're doing that Rumble, you're doing a Rumble in the middle of the year, like I said, the the Raw Rumble, if you're doing a women's Rumble, then it's not going to make sense to have that. You don't want to dilute it to that degree because they do one a year right now. If you do two, if you add a third, if you add a third, that might be pushing it. But to me, I don't know why they would want to do it all at the same time. I would want to split it up a little bit, make it a winter and a summer thing even. Like you can do the women's rumble later in the year. You can do the NXT rumble later in the year. You can do the Raw rumble later in the year. That's fine. That's absolutely that's understandable. You don't want to you don't want to run all those at once. I mean, you do run two money in the bank matches at once, but is that the best idea? Who knows cuz then you've got two that storyline going concurrently and that can that can be a little bad. I mean, they got the that money in the bank off of Baron Corbin and Carmella hasn't really done anything with it. So either you do it concurrently or you do it not at all. Uh, guys, I want to remind you all, I did a show last year with Shane Helms where he talked about his experiences in the Royal Rumble and what went into it. And you may look back and think, well, Shane, Shane didn't do a whole lot in Royal Rumbles. He, he was a part of them and he did that spot with Triple H and Steve Austin. And we really went in depth on the process of a Royal rumble, like what it's like in there with all those people, like it's the psychology behind it, the the programming behind it, the production of it, what, you know, before what, you know, during what you find out after (laughs) we talked about the Vince McMahon tearing his double tearing his quads. That that's something that always gets a lot of questions, but I love the Royal rumble match. When I was a kid, I would go rent VHS tapes from my local video store, grocery store that had videos, whatever it was. And Royal Rumbles were always what myself and my cousin would want to watch. So we would look for the VHSs that had all the guys, that had the artwork of everybody on the front of it. And we would want to watch that. And there were some performances that always stuck out to me, like Rick Martell was the Iron Man. Rick Martell never had really great booking in the 90s in WWE, but I would look at that Iron Man performance and I'd say, man, Rick Martell's a tough guy. Bob Backlund, he did not fit in in that cartoonish era of WWE in like 93 when he had the Iron Man performance. I looked at that and at the time I was six, seven, eight years old. I didn't know who the hell Bob Backlund was. I didn't know who he was, but I found out who he was. And then when he beat Bret Hart, made him made him submit or Owen threw in the towel for him, I looked at it and I said, you know what, that's that's grimy, but I see how he could pull it off. I see how he could do it. And Royal Rumble performances can do that. Oftentimes we forget sometimes who they book for and the impressions that some people can make on a younger generation. I looked at some guys like a Baron Corbin and I'm, I'm thinking maybe nothing special, maybe nothing there. But maybe a kid would look at their Royal Rumble performance and see a Michael Cole hype him up on – TV as a former Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal winner and say, maybe he's got a shot. We've got to remember that it's booking for a grand scope here. It's not just not just us who are in the know. My case, do it for a living. You just never know, and we shouldn't ever know. That should be the case. It should be that it's it's the great unknown of the Royal Rumble. Everybody should really have a chance Throw in a wild card winner one year. 
Throw in something unpredictable like that we didn't see coming. Throw in a moment that will make the crowd go so crazy that they're silent type of thing, like the Undertaker having his streak broken. Do something outside the box. Think outside the box. Perform outside the box. Don't do the same old spots. Eventually, one of those spots where they're just cranking on somebody over there in the corner. God, that sounded horrible. But they're trying to push somebody up over that turnbuckle. Maybe that finally works. Maybe it finally works three times in one Royal Rumble to really establish that it can. Because it hasn't for a very long time. Guys, I want your feedback on this this abbreviated Fightful Books at Podcast. I really love the Royal Rumble match, and I'm really looking forward to covering it. Last year, I went to San Antonio, and the town, not so great. The time was great. So I want to hear your feedback. What changes would you make to the Royal Rumble? I I would love to hear from you all in these Fightful.com forums. Head over there. If you're seeing this uh, perhaps later and you're not a member of Fightful.com, head over there. Register. It's a good time. We've got forums, podcasts, photos, videos. Everything is free. I really want to thank you all for joining us. If you're watching this on YouTube down the line, thumbs us up. Subscribe. Let people know about it. Share your ideas. Share it on Twitter and then quote it. Tell me your ideas. But until next time, guys, we're out.